attention to a psalm that is often read on Pentecost according to Jewish tradition. It is Psalms, the 29th chapter. And um, I, uh, I, I just would tell you that um, it is, this psalm uh, is there as uh, it's often read when the day of Pentecost is fully come, if you will. Uh, one of the first songs that's read in the sanctuary. I, my control won't work. And you can put it that way, it's fine, that's, that's good. Uh, give unto the Lord, O ye mighty. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. <clears throat> give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. And now what happens here is there are seven voices, if you will. All one voice, one voice of God, but seven times. These next six verses talk about the voice of God. The voice of the Lord is on the waters. The God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He make them to skip like a calf, Lebanon and Syrian like a young unicorn. Verse 7, the Lord, the voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh or Kadesh, as we would say when the children of Israel went to Kadesh Barnea and they first came to determine should they go into the promised land. And he said the voice of the Lord shakes that. Verse 9, the voice of the Lord makes the hinds in the, to calve and discovers the forest in his temple. Doth every one speak of his glory. What are you saying? I am saying that when we feel what we felt here tonight and you move into the presence of the spirit or the river of water there is a voice that will come with you and I know we speak forth in a heavenly language but this voice that I'm talking about is able to thunder on the waters it is powerful it is full of majesty it breaks every bond it breaks everything that can oppress it is also able to make you have joy to make you skip and dance and shout even like a young unicorn. And they don't even know if they had unicorns. That's how powerful God is. In the middle of your whatever you're going through, in the middle of whatever, he's able to divide the flames of fire. When I read that verse, there in verse 7, the voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire immediately. You know what I thought of? And on the day of Pentecost, They were all in one accord in one place and suddenly there was sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind and fell all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them 
cloven tongues like as a fire. And here, there, whenever David wrote, the voice divides the flame of fire. The voice shakes the wilderness, shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. Even places, I want to tell you something, even places where you may have made a bad decision, places that you did wrong, places that got you in trouble, the voice of God is able to come through in a moment and he is able to wash all of that away if you let the river flow. That's what Pentecost was all about. Oh, and then verse 10, the Lord sits on the flood. Yea, the Lord sits king forever. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Aren't you thankful that's what we have? When you get into the presence of the Lord. I, I know we're, you know, and I, I, you're concerned and I, I am and what all's going on in our world. And, and yet these, this song was what was read on Pentecost morning whenever for years it was celebrating the law, the giving of the law. Because whenever the voice of God spoke on the mountain, what did it sound like? Thunder. Lightning. And that's what they heard. So when David had this song written, he said the voice of God thunders. The voice of God. So this this why it's read on Pentecost. Because this psalm is saying, God, you, your voice, just your voice. I, I'm telling you, that's what's so powerful about having received the gift of the Holy Ghost. You have the voice of God that is able to speak through you. That's why when he said, we don't know what to pray, pray in tongues. So that the presence of God that the spirit of God can begin to pray I don't know what to pray for say well I'm praying that we find a vaccine I'm praying that we I, I don't know I don't know anymore what to pray for I'm just praying Lord let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven Psalms 46 a messianic song says God is our refuge and strength starting at verse 1 and very present help in trouble Therefore we will not fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried in the midst of the sea, though the waters therefore roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the great swelling thereof, there is a a river of glory. When the whole world is going nuts when the earth is shaking when when you know that God is our refuge God is our strength our very present help though the waters are roaring there is a river the streams thereof shall make glad the city of God. I, I want you to understand that verse. And, and I, I know, I, I delve into all of this. But you listen to this. There is a river, the, strings, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. That's not talking about physical Jerusalem. I've been there. Physical Jerusalem is not like downtown Columbus with a river running through it. In fact, the water that's there is underground. They had to go down into a well and, huh? It's not, it's not the physical Jerusalem. 
When he says the city of God, there is a river, the streams thereof, it's something that's emanating out of the city of God. Oh, that's why cleansing the temple and getting into the river of glory. He said the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right early. The heathen raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttereth his voice and the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord. What desolations hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and he sitteth and he cutteth the spear in sunder. He burns the chariots in fire. I want to tell you something. I don't care what I, I know, you know, and I understand. And I, I am thankful, and I, I do. I, I am thankful if, if somebody feels like they've got a, you know, and we, we had a Supreme Court case this week, and I, I understand, and we're fight against all of that. But I'm going to hear, listen to me carefully. I'm here to tell you that there is nothing that man can do to stop the river of Almighty God from flowing. I am sorry I have been and I have seen the Chinese people that normally sit on their hands and come into Malaysia and begin to worship. What do you say? There is nothing that can stop the flow of Almighty God. I don't care what army. I don't care what iron curtain. I don't care what wall. I don't care what laws are passed. God's Spirit is still going to permeate this earth. Every knee shall bow. He said, I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. This is talking about the second coming of Jesus. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Oh, what are you saying? I'm saying that in the moment that we realize, you know what, Lord, I need to get into the river of God. I, I know, I know, Colossians, you, you, you can turn there. Colossians, the first chapter, and I think it is the, let me see, Colossians chapter 1 and <clears throat> verse um, 25 through 27. Colossians 1, 25 through 27. Whereof I am made a minister, Paul said, according to the dispensation of God which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of the Lord. Even the mystery which hath been hid from angels from generation to generation, but now is made manifest to his saints. What is the mystery? To whom God would make known what is the mystery of the glory, the riches, would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. And you know what it is? Christ I can get baptized into Christ but what you saw earlier tonight is folks letting Christ into them and letting it flow out of them 
What are you saying? That's what this whole thing has been about, to let a river flow. And I know we sing the song, we sang it tonight. It's powerful. I got the river, I got the river, I got it inside of me. And I realized, you know, and I know, and I, we don't need to go there. I, when I was teaching the hyphen group, you can read in Revelation, the 10th chapter, where they're going to say, there's no more mystery. The mystery is over. It's going to be shut down. There is no more mystery. As you reach 10th chapter of Revelation, it's done. It's finished. It's over. Right now, though, we can step into the river. We can step into the presence of Almighty God. What a privilege that is. And I know we have several here that I wanted to come, Brother uh, Larry, if you'll get some of those uh, communion cups, we're going to stand. And if you want to join in and if you want to partake of communion, you didn't the other day or you want to again, that's fine. But we're going to just take a moment. And I know it's not salvation. It's not the sins of, uh, you know, um, this is going to save me. But as a little lady that came to Jesus and said, Son of David, have mercy on me. And the Lord basically told her, I'm not talking to you. I'm not going to talk to you because you're a dog. It was in that moment she said some great words of faith. Just let me have a crumb. The dogs get just a crumb. But guess what? You don't have to settle for just a touch of the Holy Ghost today. I've had people come to church and they feel they've been in a service like this and you can ask them, well, did you feel anything? Yes. But I go off and I don't take it with me. Whew, felt something. What well, must have just been the music? Or they sit there and harden themselves and say, I didn't feel anything. Huh? And you go, you know, like all of a sudden I'm sorry I several years ago my wife and I were invited when President Clinton was in office to attend the the state uh, reception Yes, but the state reception of the French president, the new French president. And we stood on the lawn at the White House. And the French president came out with President Clinton. And the military band was playing Stars and Stripes. We've watched as the military might goes by and the inspection of the troops. Now, you'd had to be dead not to feel something. Just standing there looking at our soldiers marching in precision. Wow. Jacques Chirac, I think it was. You know, here we were, nobodies from no place Arkansas, standing with two powerful men and looking at all the military might. And yet, had a shiver run down my spine and but you know what it wasn't a tenth a hundredth a thousandth of what I felt walking through a prayer line feeling the river 
the glory of God. There wasn't a military band playing and I, I wasn't watching an inspection of troops, but guess what? I began to feel like I was one of those troops. And I'm standing in the presence of Almighty God. Hallelujah. If you want to come, Brother Shirley's here. We've got some, I know. We're just going to worship a moment. If you want to join us, you can come. Brother Bill, I know, wants to come. There are some others. May not have been here. Go ahead.